in order to build a sustainable business, as it relates to your question, how long can I be away from the brand and the business doesn't fall apart? It can't be 100% about you. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast. We find amazing people and amazing topics to do amazing stuff with. And uh, we're back here with our illustrious host, Donnie Wiggins. We're in the streets. We're back in the streets. We're excited about it, too. Right Y'all, we're about to turn up the next 90 days of episodes. Yes. I, I'm manifesting. Let's go. They're epic. Let's go. They Epicness. are epic. And there's going to be two episodes specifically over the next 90 days that get us into the number one spot. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're talking good. Now, I'll start, I'll start. Well, <laughs> if it happens... If it happens, I'm like, oh, but crap, I can't I'm manifest for you. You got to believe it with me. No, if it happens, then we're like, oh, we did manifest that. <sighs> then we. I believe it. Manifestation I, isn't put something out there and wait and see. That's exactly what it sounds like you were talking about just now. <clears throat> no, we're go- we're doing the work. 100%. That means that we're about to give amazing content. Absolutely. Put people on all kinds of games. Talk to our audience the way that they need to receive it. For sure over these next 90 days in a way that y'all are going to think we're just getting started. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So we are here. Um, how's your entrepreneurial life been last couple days? or In the last 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them know. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, so I'm just getting back. So getting back. I'm just getting back into the swing of things um, with work. It's, it's, it's hard to... I have been excited to get back to work, mm. right? But you still have to listen to your body, sure. things like that, like it, just the exhaustion and things like that. But I'm so excited to get back into work. I'm back with my coaching clients. Mm. I'm back in my groups, uh, back at the podcast. Yeah. Um, now I am in, because my business really runs smoothly with, without me, if I'm being totally honest. It, mm. it runs smoothly. I have a website issue on my main website that's happening right now that I have to pay some attention to. Um, and make sure that gets resolved. But my business runs really, really smoothly. And that's a good thing and real, a bad thing. Real quick. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Finish that thought. And then I want to know what smoothly looks like. But why is a smoothly running business a good thing and a bad thing? It's a good thing because I don't really have customer service issues. I don't have to respond to a lot of emails. I didn't get this. Where's that? Where's this? Um, I have people in place where my business can run in my absence, mm-hmm. systems in place where my business can run in my in my absence. It's basically automated. Mm-hmm. Like I could choose to wake up and do nothing every day mm-hmm. and For it would long? still happen. Because um, I think people like they say like, all right, we could not do nothing. Like we could wake up and not do anything today. Right. Yeah. But you can't do that. Forever, unless, I don't know. So. How long do you think if you just went away, right? You just went, I don't know. You just went away. You was locked up for, let's just say, um, I don't know. What would would Donnie get locked up for? Nothing. Nothing at all. Extortion. I feel like she get locked up for like some scamming or something like that. Scamming? I wouldn't say scam. <laughs> no. Nah. Absolutely not. I don't I think I think Donnie would probably get locked up for popping off on somebody. 
That's a fact. I've already done that. I will never do that again. Did you okay. say hundred percent? Let's just I'm okay. A let's monster? just do yeah. Y'all think okay. I let's, yeah, let's anyway. Let's say you got locked up for or uh, or let's say you traveled to some phenomenal deserted island and was unreachable. <laughs> what in the hell do I have to get locked up for? <laughs> Yo, this is my example. Okay, so. Let's say you got locked up for assault and battery or robbing a bank, right? Let's just say. And you got caught and you were gone for X amount of time. How long do you think your business will run without you being able to touch it or run it? So I have about another year's worth of content stockpile. Mm -hmm. Videos and things that could still keep me relevant where people wouldn't even notice I was missing with the exception of not being at events. Hmm. And my team could create a reason for that. Donnie had COVID twice, so she's not doing events this year. I don't know, though, because a part of a part of this smoothly running thing is you go live, you see people like we do the podcast. Right. So you're in front of people. Yeah, right? that's true. And well, that's, a, that's a support. So so, for instance, the morning meetup, I think it can run for a good period of time. What's that period of time? I don't know. Well, how do we know it's let me, good? Let me see. If I was to walk away and not do anything and we're just orchestrating, no, I can't do anything. It's, do, okay, how long will Joe be able to step up? Mm-hmm. How long will Jen be able to step up mm-hmm. and run everything? And then in my absence, people saying, well, we kind of miss Dave. I think I got, I think I got five months. Um, so I was out for three weeks and it was my second highest income month. So I know I at least have a month, right? For sure. Um, we've tested that. And and then I was out another week, just, I was sick for three weeks and then just out another week. So I was gone away from my business for a month and you wouldn't notice it from a business perspective, from a show my face on social media and at at events, obviously that was noticed. Mm. Um, However, based on the way my business runs, so there's a couple of things that's working in my favor. I've got a ton of videos, like the one that I just posted yesterday that I filmed months ago, mm. right? I um, thought she was outside. <clears throat> no, that was from Wall Street Trapper's private VIP dinner that's when he did his conference. So I have tons of video content. I literally have video content that could probably last for the next 18 months Mm. or more because there's some videos that we can go back to and repurpose this content. Um, And then I have the podcast, which lives forever. Mm -hmm. So people will continue to see that information on the podcast. And then I have a great team and systems in place that everybody plays their role. So I do believe that my business could still exist and hold steady for about a year. Mm. Before, and and maybe even longer, I don't know, but I think at least a year. Now, would it, exp- would it experience explosive growth? Probably not because my physical presence, my jumping on live and things like that, sure. that's when I have explosive growth. But just a steady business, um, it could probably go for a year. Case in point, um, six-figure chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who was really, really, amazing in the digital products world, passed away. 
And her brand is still growing. It's is still it? going. Yeah. And I want to say Six Figure Chick has been gone for almost two years at this point. No, it has not. <laughs> no. Okay. That well, was it's, last it's, year, I want to say. Was it last year during COVID? Did she experience the COVID situation? I, no. I think Let's it was like look. early last yeah, it year. It wasn't no two years. Okay. Though. Well, she's definitely been like gone a year, year and a half. Let's look. You didn't know she passed? You didn't know she passed? Cece? Yeah. She passed from can- her cancer came back. And um But her business is But still I think it was last year. I I I know it wasn't it wasn't that long ago. You you could be right, but I I'm do always know right. I'm always you're right. always right. Um I do know that people are still posting content on her behalf. I'm trying to scroll back. My Wi-Fi is a little but, sketchy. Uh, well <clears throat> are the sales still hitting though? Yeah, August is- um August 2020. Okay, so it's been a year almost exactly. So yeah. she's been gone for a year. Her link is still here. Her page is still going. I still people, I, I go by and look at her comments sometimes. I still see that people are leaving comments about a product that they've recently purchased. And then based on the content that she had put together and had not yet released, she's got people who's working behind the scenes putting new stuff together. So, you know, like, look at this. They have a new, um, they have a six-figure chick beanie. Like, this is something new. They're still running this mm. business. This is a new thing. So <laughs> I would be interested in this. I guess it's a, it's a I don't know if it's insensitive, is it? No, it's just like good conversation. It's just conversation. Okay. I mean, this is important. I would want, I would wonder. I'm trying to like go to her page. Is the six figure chick? It's underscore the six figure chick underscore. Underscore what? Look right there. CC, though, was an amazing entrepreneur oh, who sure. put out so much content. So much content consistently that I bet her team has so much to work with. And the beautiful thing about that is, or the beautiful thing about what's happening for Mm. her legacy is her husband and I believe one of her best friends are behind the scenes running her business. Yeah, because I'm still getting emails from them about products and stuff they're still selling. I still get Mm -hmm. emails. That is so dope. I'm looking at the page and it's, Ain't missed a like beat. nothing happened. Hasn't missed a beat. Like she's still giving away scholarships and mm-hmm. this is what you work hard, hard for. This is work what you work hard for. So I look at my business differently since last year. And we all know, you know, I had my moment last year where I'm like, what happens if something happens to me? And so I'm I'm trying to build and I teach my clients to do the same thing. Engagement and everything. Yeah. You see this? She did something <laughs> right. She did something absolutely right. And what she did was what I noticed about CC's brand is she made her impact about the about the information and the result. Mm. And she didn't make it about join CC in. It wasn't about her. It wasn't about her. And so that's why I talk about join six-figure accelerator, join post to paid. It's not about me. I want you to get the result. What is the result you're looking for? I want you to be a coach. I want you to have a course, a, a, be a, become a consultant. It's not me. And so this is why, like, now inside of my groups, I'm, a, I'm bringing on coaches that can help inside the Q&As and things because in order to build a sustainable business, as it relates to your question, how long can I be away from the brand and the business doesn't fall apart, it can't be 100% about you. Mm. Joe, if something happened to me, okay, I'm <clears throat> locked away in a Yugoslavian 
He's locked away because he got caught up in a bad, bad scandal deal. with Ooh. Mexican cartel. You can't talk about it on TV, Donnie, but I got a story for you. Yeah, we, he got caught he up. He got me caught up. I mean, because if I, I went away up. for assault, <laughs> if I went away for assault, he went away in a bad drug deal gone uh-huh. wrong at the border with Mexican cartel. Yes, so that <laughs> happened. What do you do next? I, I called the team. Would you call the meeting? I would call the meeting. Like, yo, we got to come together. David's gone missing wherever he is. I would check with Dre, make sure she's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we have plenty of content inside of the Dropbox that we can, I can post to your page. Yeah, we got years of that Yeah, we have plenty of content to be posted. Um, you have, I believe the morning meetup can definitely be ran. Mm-hmm. Jane can hold the morning meetup down. I hold down the podcast side. Christina Lore hold down what they hold down. Jada hold down what she holds down. And it just works. Yeah, it's it sounds it sounds it's, easier. It sounds it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle to figure out the process of it. Yeah, but I believe like you know after about a, give us a week. I believe a week we can definitely make it work. Yeah, I think the magic in running a business is the ideas and concepts that keep the business running. Right. So every day it's like something that I'm thinking through to say, okay, hey, yo, like I put it in the chat today. These are the eight things that we need done. Y'all pick which number you're doing. You were a whole leader this morning. Uh, you know, I'm trying. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, and then there's, like, always going to be, like, internal conflicts with somebody that has an issue with somebody else as the team grows. But that's not gotta, even your role as a CEO to be a part of anyway. Not a part of, but you have you have to make sure that you do. If, if you have issues with team members, mm-hmm. you don't just step away and say, hey, y'all figure that out. No, but... You have an operations person. You have HR. Like, they figure that out. Yeah, but what if the what if somebody has an issue with the HR operations person? So what you're doing is forecasting issues that likely won't happen in a brand run like yours. What, yeah, no, absolutely. And right. I, so just <laughs> does so, it happen? The, well, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, so so check this out. We got a um, we got a new um, operations team member, right? Which Newer than I'm aware of? No, oh, no, okay. no. But there's some people that have been there for a while, and obviously, they handle things differently. Was I, was it the, is it the the people that I said to you, trust me, there's an issue there? You didn't say that. I did too, and you said, no, 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 not, no they love it. No, there's, there's not, there, oh, you might have been right. I however, was very right. However, you're however, gullible. <laughs> everyone is super duper valuable for to the team. Everybody is valuable. So there's always going to be an issue that has to be fixed. So here's the thing, right? If number one, the, the lesson here is build a business that can sustain itself and continue to run and flourish without you. But just as if you're here, even in your absence, there may be times where team has to change. Like, we can't assume that everybody who is a good fit today is going to be a good fit in your absence. A hundred percent. So in the event that there are conflicts and things like that, either we get on the same page or you find another job. But if I'm not there... You don't have to be there. You don't have to be there because we're still working the David Shans brand. We're still a team working the David Shans brand. This is the person now, based on order of operation who is now in charge, this is what's going on now. You know what my, uh, my issue is? Hmm. My issue is, and this is really good, that we need to have a conversation of if something happens to me. Yep. 
what happens? What are your wishes for your business? And that's probably what Cece did. I can oh, she see, did because she was prepared. Like I, I can see that. From what I remember, and Dang, if any of you guys are CC fans, I don't want to be disrespectful for, for not recalling the information correctly, but I remember her best friend, I think her name is Dion, and so many other people who are behind the scenes of her brand now, I remember them going... It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. On video, going live, all doing a tribute to her. And they were saying this time they knew that she, this time CC knew that she was dying because she had had cancer before that went into remission. She beat it. This time when she got cancer, they knew immediately that this was it. And I remember, I think her name is Dion, crying, saying, can you guys believe that she had just been given confirmation that she was dying and all she could do was call me, number one, to make sure I was okay, but number two, to give me instructions. Mm. <clears throat> She's a legend. She is a legend. Cece is a legend. She changed the game for a lot of people in the digital product space. For sure. For freaking sure. Yo, and a year later, we're still having conversations. About her. About her. And it doesn't feel like she's gone. Yo, I just learned a very valuable lesson. I need to, I need to see past today. Like mm -hmm. if, so, like worst case scenario, if something happens to me, what happens? Yeah. So, all right, so, okay, I'll ask you. Do you think Joe will be prepared to take the torch? Do I think Joe would be prepared to take the torch? I think that Joe would be, I think that without Joe, things could easily fall apart. I do think that Joe is a big chunk of glue in your business. I think Joe would need a support team, though. You would need people around you just like he has Doesn't around have him right now. the leadership to take the, take the flag and say, <clears throat> guys, follow me. Here's the play. Um, that's my only concern. So I think Joe has the skill set and you know exactly what to do in the business. But I also think that 
Y'all don't know Joe. He either real nice <laughs> or he's a real jerk. Depend on how much money you get. You know what I mean? Right. If it's a shaky month, Joe, humble. You know what? I, I need to get Anything. myself together. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> back, in the, back in the day, one would... Back in the day, some years ago, one would have assumed that Joe was a pushover. Yeah. Now it's like, up, oh, Joe actually is pushing. He's doing the pushing. Yeah. Oh, we're <laughs> talking about you too, Aaron. <laughs> Joe, Joe, did he call and apologize to you? He owes you an apology. He owes you an apology. I'll Joe, you owe him an apology. I apologize. Other- I was very Joe snappy and rude with you. Savage. Yeah, yeah, he getting too much money. You know what I mean? Don't, don't get- savage is just. My, he got too much time on his hands. He's not working anymore. He got time to think of comebacks. Yeah. And- oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right now, yeah, I, I, I feel it. Like I wish I wish you had a mic. So, we so what like- I think needs to happen is for both of us, because I honestly have thought through in the event that something happens to me, what would happen to keep my business going? And mentally, I have a plan, but I haven't communicated that plan with the people who should be communicated yeah. with. So perhaps... Um, I don't know if it works the same as a will, but I would like to leave video evidence, like record a video. Like, this is what I would like to see happen with my business. This is my long-term vision. So whoever is responsible now for carrying this torch, this is the vision that David Shans has for the business. You put it all out there. And Dre is the person who keeps it. So you don't have to necessarily communicate too much of your vision right now if that's not what you're prepared to do, but you've put this out and Dre, you have this tucked away. If something happens to me, play this for the team. Mm, that is lit. <clears throat> I think my, one of the issues that I have is I don't have a clear second in charge. Yeah. There's not a clear, is that clear to you? Like who would be like second in charge? I would automatically assume Jen. But as far as I just feel like Jen knows your whole she over, knows it Jen is. knows the whole overall scope of the business. And I feel like it'll be like a sit down, like, hey Jen, who does what? What like you know, I think it would be a QA with Jen as far as like what happens if this happened or what direction this goes. Yeah, but it's not mm-hmm. a it's not a clear I mean, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she knows how to run the systems and stuff like that, but What's it's not a clear like, Yeah. If my voice is not here, whose voice is Can the loudest? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Do you have somebody like that? Mm-hmm. Who would it be? Right now, Kenny. But he's not in your business. He's not in my business, but Kenny would absolutely step up and keep my business running. But he has his own business to keep running. I got clients with multiple businesses. Successfully. Yeah, but no. But no. Kenny okay, is so a locked-in, Is there anybody in, on my team right now? Absolutely not. But... If something were, like, my plan was if something happened, Kenny would be the person to carry my business out. And it's not even... That's selfish, though, Gabby. No, it's not. Because what Kenny would do is find the right team to do that. He he wouldn't have to be the face and all this stuff. He, Tenny, Kenny knows how to put people in position to make sure Donnie's vision is carried out. It would be his responsible his responsibility, as I'm thinking of it right now, it would be his responsibility to make sure that whatever needs to happen, happens. And I know that he is qualified to do it. And when I'm talking about qualified to do it, I'm not talking about just being able to manage systems. And I, I know that he, 
fully understands how to manage systems, how to put team in place, how to grow revenue, how to create new products and ideas, how to continue to be inventive, how to run ads, like every aspect of the business, because I've done it and we've done it together. And I know intimately from a business perspective, how his business runs. If something happened to me today, I would hand all access over to him but and he would figure it out. My, my <laughs> question is, though, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Is it more important that he continues to grow his own business or does he take his eye off the ball to manage yours? So he wouldn't necessarily be taking his eye off the ball. That's what he happens. Just, no, 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 no. Think about your business. First off, if something happens to you, can I have post paid? That's gonna be that's my that's gonna be my daughter's. I'm grooming her to take over oh, that. Okay. All right, I forgot my real question. No, that was a real question. Oh, okay. That was so a real I, question? <laughs> yeah, I just want to know. Try to get it on camera. If <laughs> if if my my thing is if like okay, <clears throat> do you believe more in Okay, that's not a good question. So if if something happened to me, would you bet on my business being more successful than you focusing on your own or? No, but that's not even the question. So let me just say this. If something happened to you today, your best bet would be to put me in charge. I'm not coming in and taking your place or being your voice, but we think alike. Mm -hmm. I know how to deliver to your audience. And I would ensure that Joe and everybody else on the team are continuing to run. But when it's time to be a voice or create new products and talk about new vision and direction, at this time, I would be your best bet. Donnie's in charge. I would definitely say Donnie. <laughs> I'm like, at this time, I would be your best bet. Well, let's trade. And okay, I'm not, so I'll I'm put you in charge on, of mine. I just need that post a page joint. Like, it's so classic. Create one for him. Hmm? Create a post to pay for David. Yeah, it's easy. I would not stop running my business. I would not stop running my business. I would be take. I would be adjusting to life happening, and saying, "My best friend's business is gone. He's got kids. He's got a wife. He's got this, that, and the other. He's got an, an amazing team and a vision that needs to be carried out that doesn't need to die with him. Whatever we got to do, y'all, let's get it." But you manage other businesses anyway, right? Like you have like complete control over certain well, aspects of people's business. She, like, guides, of. but guide. the business, guide, okay. the owner still has to go execute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody still has to go execute. So, in, in a lot of times, in those particular situations, it's still the team that's executing. So, you just need someone who, who shares in your vision. Mm -hmm. Anybody. You need someone who shares in your vision that you trust to make sure that money is going to go to the right place mm -hmm. and that the vision continues to get carried out. I might Dang. take a little bit more money than I'm supposed to. I'm just, you I know, might change the split. Well, it seems cool. Dre is cool. <laughs> throw me a raise today. Yo, I might <laughs> issue myself a raise that we didn't discass during your, li your lifetime. This is literally a conversation that I've never heard entrepreneurs talk about. What did I say? Yo, yo, did I manifest it? Manifest it? it. Did I manifest it? What Stop, did I man, say? That's my vaccine arm. Is that? Stop, <laughs> yo, this <one> hurts. <laughs> Did I start this episode off by saying, y'all about to get stuff y'all ain't got from us yet? That's a fact. This is a serious conversation that needs to be had because mm. so many, they say the richest place in the world is graveyards. 
graveyards because so many people die with their, not just their ideas, but so many people have 100% of their business in their own heads that, and it's so disorganized. There are no systems. There's no good team and structure in place that when they die, their business dies with them. This and make, I ain't working this hard for that. This makes sense too, because in other communities like the super wealth, they use the words like, I'm grooming my mm-hmm. son, I'm grooming my daughter to mm-hmm. take care of the business. I mean, and there's a conversation that they're already having. Son, daughter, I need to show you how to run this business. You need to work in it, have every aspect. Golly, almost I'm, like Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I'm like, grooming gotta, my daughter. Yeah. So I strategically made my daughter get a job at Chick-fil-A as one of her first jobs because you need to go in there Right now, I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm kind of all over the place. You're 15. You can work now. I want you to—you can't work at the mall. You can't do that because their systems are—look at the clothes. They're all over the place. The experience isn't great. You're working at Chick-fil-A. Why? Because I need you to get that structure. I need you to work hands-on and see how they run the ship. After she did that, and then when she went to college, I told her, you can't get another job. You work for me. How My long? daughter works for me. You're grooming her. How long was she at Chick-fil-A? My daughter manages post to pay. Wow. 100% of the way. That's her job. My, my daughter manages she does six figure customer e- service. Yeah. My daughter manages my six-figure EDU, my six-figure accelerator Facebook group. She's going to be a monster. My daughter manages up. my appointments calendar for all of my sales calls and things like that. That's her role. Mm. I am a... And, and it wasn't... <clears throat> I'm preparing her in that way for a couple of reasons. Everybody's journey isn't perfect. And my daughter is a junior in college and still really doesn't have any idea of what she wants to do. We're still tossing around ideas and things like that. So my thought process was, let me groom you for leadership in my role so when you graduate, I don't insult you with an entry-level position. Mm. You're doing the entry-level positions now, but if you don't figure out something that you want to go out and do in this world, you have a leadership position here in my company. Mm. that's going to pay you a six-figure salary because you've done the work. I'm not just giving my daughter a six-figure role in my company. She's working in all of the entry-level positions right now and mastering all those components. So when she does graduate, she's, I, I don't know what that position looks like yet. It depends on what the team components looks like, but I'm grooming her for this. And she knows. And I even told her when I had COVID last year, at that time, uh, when I had COVID last year, me and Kenny were kind of rocky. And I told her, Dej, listen, I also had her work in Kenny's company to learn about money and credit. My daughter learned about money and credit. She was the person who analyzed the credit reports. And all she would do was analyze the credit report changes that came in. And she would have to record a video to send to the customer. It sounds like an entry-level job, but you're learning about money and credit. You're learning about management. You're learning about organization and team meetings. So I told her last year, if anything happens to mommy, call Kenny. Period. You know what to do. You know what's running. You got password access to everything. Get with Kenny and figure this out. I like that. Dang. I have not, I didn't even think about that until right now. And now it's going to be on your mind because it's so important. We don't get to choose the time, day, nor the hour. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got this right now and I got your back. Like, I'm there. The business is, not only is it going to sustain itself, it's going to grow with me, right? Because I I have something to prove. Like, I have something to prove 
this is what I agreed to do. It has to happen or it has to happen. But you need to get Dre full instructions. You need to get it written. And I'm sure there's some That's legal. Be tough for me. <laughs> I'm still working through how to be a husband and a business partner. Well, and I don't mean business partner. I just mean you need to have a conversation with Dre that says, let's just say it was me. You need to have a conversation with Dre that says, listen, I'm having a conversation today with Donnie or I had a conversation with Donnie. I don't want my business to end. I want to make sure we're on the same page there. And whatever she needs or whoever it is, whatever they need, make sure they have it. This is my vision for my business. I want it to outgrow. I want it to continue to provide for you and the kids forever. Yeah. Make sure she knows that. And what we both need to do, because I know how to handle like my money. I know, you know, in the will where my money is being allocated, who gets what. It was really simple for me because I'm a single woman, legally. Who gets your bread? My mom and my daughter. Mm. <clears throat> so, um, and then they have some instructions on a couple of other places where money should go. But mm. they essentially will be in control of my estate. But what I didn't, and so I know where the money from my business is going, but what I didn't think about was planning for the future of my business after I'm gone. I got to do that ASAP. Yeah. Golly. Man, okay, I need I, I need to I need to figure and it I out. And I think it has something to do with get with Kenny because I think it has something to do with I think you guys are already working on putting together a trust. Yeah, the irrevocable trust. And I think in your trust, you you have the trustees, and then you decide. You know, I don't want to get too deep yeah, into that because yeah, yeah. I don't really know all of the legalities, but I think that you can cover that in your trust. Yeah, I think my man uh, Marvin he said it like uh, controlling your money from the grave. Yes. You know what I mean? Like having having stuff outlined on what happens to your money even after you're gone and thinking that far. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, with the kids, Derek Gray said something interesting, which I guess it could go either way. And when I posted it, I thought it'd be 60-40. 40% agree, 60% like, ah, maybe it's a different perspective. I don't agree. But when he talked about it, it... It made me think. So he said, I'm not slowing down on making kids. I'm going to make more babies. Okay. And <laughs> I'm not going to make them do anything that they don't want to do. Okay. I'm not putting them to work. If you want to work, great. <clears throat> you straight? I'm good. You, you all right? <clears throat> yes. You cool? <clears throat> yes. You sure? <clears throat> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> It's still going. That's crazy. Was it the Sprite? <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> anyway. All right. So what he said was, hey, listen, if my kids want to stay in the house and, and, and walk around and sing songs all day, I'm cool with that. He said, I am providing a financial... What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your 
your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal Social bubble around my family that they won't have to do anything if they don't want to mm -hmm. and then then my question to them was yo well what about the fact that 80% of millionaires are self-made, meaning there's probably a 20% chance that your kids won't carry the torch? He said, I don't really care. I'm not really worried about them taking a business. I want them to enjoy their life however that looks for them. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, doesn't that spoil the child? Because, and not saying they have to struggle, but putting them through some things can create some sort of character. Mm -hmm. What is your perspective on that? Can days just, I don't want to go to college. I just want to sit home and watch TV. I'm going to chill. I'm going to spend your money and it's up. You got enough money for that to happen. What is your perspective? So I agree with, I understand why he's saying what he's saying. 
and I agree with it partially. <clears throat> I believe that, especially Black people, we say what we say because we say things like that, or people like him say things like that because all we have known is struggle. For sure. And hard work. Struggle and hard work. Struggle and hard work. What's happening right now for so many of us, this is new. Like, Black people have been, have been entrepreneurs for forever, but this influx of success is truly new. So I get that he does not want that life for his kids. And I say that I partially agree because I told my daughter, you, like, you don't have to go to college. You can literally sit at home and kind of just figure things out. Um, the reason, though, that she has to do something. So when I think about kids being spoiled, it's very different from kids being rude and obnoxious, mm -hmm. right? Um I don't mind my daughter being spoiled. She is spoiled. <clears throat> she doesn't have to work hard for a lot of things. She's not working in my company because I require her to work hard. She's working in my company so that she can continue my vision and my legacy. And she always has something that can produce income for her. She's working in my company to gain wisdom and to be able to survive without me, right? Because right now, if something happens, the first person she's coming to is me. Well, if I am no longer here, I want to have taught you something and introduced you to enough experiences where you can make good decisions on your own. Mm -hmm. So that's that. Um, Deja does not, if I had enough money to gift her millions of dollars, enough millions to provide for the rest of her life and her kids, and she didn't work, that honestly would be fine with me. But what she would have to do is learn about money. So she would. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations or multiple systems on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Have to continue to become knowledgeable. So what we're not going to do is blow my money. Mm. We're not going to do that, right? right? So you're not just going to sit around and spend my money on BS. If I had the ability to gift that, I would require that she still builds character. That makes sense. Through things like 
go take a class or something. Go volunteer here. But you have to learn about money. You have to learn about life insurance. You have to learn about the things that really matter in life. At the end of the day, when people are on their deathbeds, I don't think that they really be like, man, I work so hard. I work my fingers to the bone and I'm, I'm proud of that or I'm grateful for them. They're going to miss their family. They're worried about the financial status of who they're leaving behind. They're worried about who's going to be responsible for the things that mean something to them. And I would make sure she was equipped to make those decisions well without gotcha. me. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, is it really, it, when, when he said it, it kind of, because I, I always had a belief that like, I'm not giving my kids anything. Mm. Right. And there's a lot of successful people that when it comes to their kids, they got to get it how daddy or mommy got it. You I know agree what I mean? with that, too. So I, I guess it just depends on your perspective. But that, but that was the first time I actually heard it out loud. I'm like, yo, you're right, because none of this stuff is guaranteed. None of it is. Guaranteed. What if you send your kid to work? You send your kid to work six hours a day after school. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you want to teach them a lesson. But if that happens from sophomore, junior and senior year, three years. Like, what about those hours you could have spent with your child? With your child, yeah. What's more important? What I have started to do in recent years, maybe the last three to five years, my focus has been on, it used to irritate the crap out of my mom that I didn't force or not force, but that I didn't talk to Deja more and more and repeatedly and consistently about what are you going to major in? What do you want to be in life? And what are the, and my, my, my position on it was, let her figure it out because I was forced and I wasted a whole lot of time doing something that I ultimately is useless to me at this point. So I wanted her to understand that there are options and there's so many things to explore in the world. It's almost ridiculous to try to force juniors and seniors in high school to figure this out, right? Some people are born with their concepts and ideas, you know, based on grooming or family legacy and it works. But many of us are not. And I I wasn't going to make her feel bad for not being sure. And in the last three to five years, what's been really important to me is how important is this in the grand scheme of life? Mm -hmm. Like, if today was my last day and I spent my last day pressuring my child about what you're going to major in in college, would I be okay with that? Mm -hmm. Would I have wished that I instead spent my last day at brunch and creating memories and at yeah. home talking about things. So, you know, I believe that we have a responsibility as a parent. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Like, you still have to make sure your kids learn valuable life principles sure. and lessons. And they still have to be a productive citizen and, and human. You know, she still has to contribute to this yeah. world. But it doesn't have to come in the form, for me, yeah. of her working hard and being stressed out over money and things like that. I am... I'm doing that. I'm already used to working hard, right? I want her, and it's so much easier for me than I saw for my mom. And I see me now being able to relieve my mom of responsibilities that now older people deal with when you get up, you know, in in your 60s and 70s and 80s. She doesn't have those worries because right now I I can handle it, right? And that's my plan going forward. But I I think it's essentially important for us to make sure our kids live better lives than 100%. us, but not irresponsible lives. Like, there's nothing that says you got to go out here and, like, why you got to work hard? Yeah, I feel you. My daughter's lazy. She's lazy right Golly, now. Golly, she's lazy. She's lazy right now. And I don't even have, I don't know how to get her out of that. 
Or does she need to get out of it? Does she need to? At the, so, so, okay, here's the thing. She's lazy. You probably have to stay on top of her to clean her room, mm-hmm. pick things up and help around the house. She probably doesn't want to go get the diaper for the baby. Right. But you know what the crazy thing is? She'll just get up and cook stuff. Like, she's 11. She's yes. making French toast and stuff. I'm like, how you... First off, I don't know how to make French toast. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. So she like, she'll go up and bake cookies, and she likes to cook. But what you have to do then is support and nurture that part of her personality that is productive. Hmm. If she likes to cook... Then maybe let's look at some young adult teen, you know, some some bigger kids slash preteen cooking classes. Like sign her up in somebody's group membership who does cooking, and you nurture that, and you may help her to discover a passion. So she may be lazy when it comes to chores, but she's amazing when it comes to her love for cooking, and that mm. could produce a good life for her. We're not perfect in everything. Sure. We have some areas that we fall short, and we just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But we're amazing in other things. So do you let them stay in their room all day and be on TikTok and weird stuff? Um, I think that... You saying yes, Aaron? Go to that mic real quick. I, I don't even know if it's on. Well, we'll come back to you after Joe... Uh, hey, Joe, is this mic on? All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle, We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together our Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay. So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is, um, the support is appreciated. Okay. Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Number three, just slide it. It might be, I'll let, we'll let you do it, Joe. Okay. But go ahead. What, what were you saying? Do you just let them stay in their rooms all day? Um, not every single day. So what do you do? Like, you but, let them watch TV or? Yes, because they are like, didn't you watch TV? But the thing My is. My dad didn't let that happen all day. Like, yo, go outside and play. And now, for some, you know what's crazy? Because we can't go outside and play. We can't send our, our kids outside to play anymore. No. Now, do you let they them sit at people, home man. and watch TV all day? Absolutely not. But <clears throat> you don't. You wouldn't let her cook all day either. You wouldn't let her eat all day either. You don't she want her. That. You don't Plus want her to show. sit and read a read books all day. You'd be like, sure. "Yo, come on, put the book down." You don't want her to do homework all day. Yo, come on, like put the homework away. Go do something fun. Nah, I would let her rock out with that. I'm not. There's nothing I think that you want people to do all day. So is some TV good? And then. Ask yourself. So we speak in these absolutes. Mm-hmm. Every day she does this when really, did she just do it three days this week? Yeah. All the time she's doing this when really, is it just every time you walk past her room? She's hey, doing- <laughs> it's all the time. It's all the time. Like my, my daughter has a, a routine. And I guess I'm just, I'm starting to um, let her be her, right? And just mm-hmm. kind of grow into who she is. But my 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 thing is, am I crippling her by letting her do some things that she doesn't even realize could be having a lasting effect on you? Like you're, you're creating laziness, or will you find yourself? Okay, so Aaron, it's possible. You... Before we let Aaron speak, my question to you would be: 
if she's not doing that, what would you rather her be, be doing? And are you creating the space for her to do the things you'd rather her be doing? So it's my fault. It, she's 11 question. and she falls under your leadership. What would I rather her be doing? What would you rather her be know. doing? Right. She I don't know either. I only know what I don't want her to do, but I don't have a, I don't even, I can't even say, yo, you know, why don't you just, right. I can't say do your homework or read a book. It's like, what book? And why am I reading this book? So I, if you don't have a solution to offer, she's 11 years old. Mm -hmm. She's under your leadership. You can't just say cut off the TV and don't get her, give her some more direction. Yes. You have to identify between you and Dre, what would we rather be seeing her do? Mm, that's interesting. And Aaron, you have how many kids? How many daughters? I got two daughters. Two daughters. And um, right now, uh, me and my coaching group are going over a book called Conscious Parenting. Mm -hmm. So according to the book and everything I'm learning, just as um, just raising kids, me and reading books about it, it's important to, just like you said, you're, you feel like your daughter's a little lazy, but she'll get up and cook and do all those things. Right. In my opinion, that doesn't, that means she's not lazy. She just doesn't want to do the things that you want her to do. That's and it's fact. important for a child to be able to find themselves through nothingness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of times... Find themselves through nothingness. Right. Uh, that is it, the smartest thing you've ever said, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Yeah, Golly. it's, it's important good. for a kid to just be okay with being by themselves, being silent, um, just, you know, using their imagination instead of saying, hey, you ain't doing nothing. Go do this. Go do that. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. learn how to do this. Go read this book. Yeah. They're actually reading a book inside of their mind mm -hmm. because they're still learning about the world. That's a fact. You know, in my and I guess I was comparing it to my... My parents. So my dad would say, boy, cut the TV off. Go outside and play. I could have been going outside and joining a gang. I could have been going outside doing drugs, meaning that mm -hmm. could have been more harsh than me just sitting there watching cartoons and eating cereal. But even on top of that, your dad told you to stop doing this and go do that. He had yeah. direction on where you would go. I agree with Aaron. Like, even us. Like, we'll sit... It may not be watching TV, but whatever it is, when you're sitting just in your solitude, really thinking through and learning more about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't believe, I think, I think that we have customarily created this. Customarily? Mm-hmm. Customarily. You think, I think, you think it's real, Joe? Gosh. Go ahead. Please do me. Do, please. I think we have customarily created this idea of what we think life is supposed to look mm. like. And because our parents did it, we have to do it. Because this worked for me, it has to work for my kid. And I think that's why we have so many screwed up people in the world, because we're not allowing them to find themselves. Yo, that's crazy, because I could be interrupting. You know how you'll have the larva in the, the cocoon, and they break out and be a butterfly, right? So her, like, sitting there watching TV, if I try to take her out of that, maybe that's something she'll always desire to go back because she didn't get a chance to do it when, when she was a kid. Or I'm not even providing a space for her to realize, yo, I don't want to sit here and watch TV all day. Mm -hmm. This is boring. I, I want to do something. Else. Yo, this was a really, really good conversation, especially because I'm, I'm always torn between do I just groom her to be an entrepreneur? Do I... Do I tell her how bad jobs are? Mm -mm. Do I tell her? 
So you don't project your opinions on her. I, I could be a I could be a projector. You, you for don't sure. project your. Not only could you not be. Not only could you forcing her to stop watching TV. You don't watch TV, so you don't want her to watch TV. That's your business, not hers. So yeah, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm judging laziness off of myself because I'll walk in the room after my morning call and my wife be in the bed and I'll be looking like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, judging then, her a little bit, Joe. And she's like, boy, shut I up. I work with this baby all day. That's my job. But you could also sure. be... So she could be watching things that are inspiring her and molding her. She be watching so, Moesha. It's crazy. She's yeah, a little girl. She watching Mo- Moesha. Moesha is an amazing she loves, she loves, show. You can learn a lot from Moesha. All that. Yeah. Moesha is a show that you want her to watch. And that's what I was going to say. More than monitoring her watching TV while there's while you have no and other... TikTok. It's while you have no other, other offers or suggestions for her to do... Maybe be more concerned with what she's watching on TV. Yes, or help her. Like maybe even guide her into what would what do you like? What would you rather be doing? Is there anything you'd rather be doing? And she might say no, but she might say, "Yo, you know what?" That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Right now, if I could, I would bake cookies. And you and can also can go bake the cookies together. shift the conversation. Like, yo, you watch Moesha a lot. What do you like about that show? I need to have more conversations. Just Damn. talk to her. And I, I, I think that as parents, especially African-American parents, we are so, do what I say. This is what I think. So it's right. Instead of saying, why do you like this? Mm-hmm. What about this is attractive to you? What is appealing to you? Is there something else you would rather do? Do you want me to take you somewhere? If so, where? Like, start to talk to them and figure out what they like and don't like. And then you may get ideas about what she may want to do with her future. But I also think it's a little premature. Again, there's a percentage of people who figure it out. But I think it's a bit premature to be trying to force her to decide what she wants to do with her future right now. Trust me, as she gets older, once she becomes a teenager and she becomes more expressive and these conversations start to mature, you're going to see that she's been watching you the whole time. She's been watching Dre the whole time. Like, I hear my daughter say things to her friends. Like, I would think, I used to say to her all the time in high school, I go out, my job is to help all these people get their lives together, and then here you are just doing this random stuff. Like, you why can't, her. oh my God, it used to burn me up that I could help other people fix their situations and figure things out. But with her, it was just like, I don't know, I'm going to stay in my room, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And I hear her talk now and give advice to her friends. I see the type of stuff she posts on her Instagram page. And I'm like, she heard me. She heard you. She heard me. You got it. You got it in your time. And you got it when it was appropriate for you to get it. But you got it. That's the important thing. Mm. And so while she doesn't necessarily know what she wants to do in a career, she's 19 years old. Um, I didn't figure it out at 19. But while she doesn't necessarily know what she wants to do as a career... Watching me has shown her, I do want time freedom. So as she's 
considering different careers because there are things that she's interested in. And then we'll go and we'll talk about the pros and cons. And she's like, well, that wouldn't allow me the flexibility to travel. I do know that I want to do that. That wouldn't allow me the flexibility to impact people. I do know that I want to do that. She's watching and she's learning and she's going to figure it out in her time. But if I pressure her, if you continue to pressure Corey, what you could potentially do is create a relationship where she withdraws from you completely. You never know what she's thinking. She holds it in and she's scared to express herself because of your opinion and your projections on her. Mm. And I, I think I think I'm on the right path because this has been an internal thing for me. Because mm-hmm. I do let her... I mean, I'm, I'm not like about to fight with you on what you want to do. You feel me? Like, I think you, my, my, my number one thing is like, all right, well, if you eat and you leave stuff around, I'm like, yo, do that. Like, come on, get that together. But I haven't really told her what to do. Like, I, I remember bringing her to the kiosk one time and kind of a couple of times, mm-hmm. but she acted like she didn't want to be there. And I'm the type of person, like, I'm like, all right, well. Sit down. You don't got to sell nothing if she you don't want. She probably didn't want to be there. But Dre, on the other hand, she's like, yo, you need to go. You need to learn. So we got like that dynamic. And that's okay, too. It's it's not, it's not a bad thing to try to provide direction and feedback. But as parents and as grownups, we kind of have to understand what the goal is. Was the goal for bringing her to the kiosk to just get her out of the house because she's lazy and you want her to do something other than watch TV? Or was the goal to lovingly teach her a skill that she might like. I've been doing it wrong. Well, I haven't done anything at all. Just in my mind, I I should like at least be guiding. Aaron, what's up? All right, when you said uh, about her watching TV and stuff like that, I think um, just piggybacking on uh, what Donnie said is about the togetherness and no agenda. Like bring her to the kiosk because you want to be around her more. Mm. not bring her not to the so kiosk she so she can learn how to do this. No, come to the kiosk because I, I love being around you and yeah. make her feel like, oh, wow, you want to be around me? Yeah, I love being around you so much. I want you to come to the kiosk. That was a really good That's perspective. Good and then you, with, what you, where you been at, man? You been, <laughs> he going That's good stuff. Right That's that good. And then as far as like my, watching Moesha, instead of wondering why she likes Moesha, Sit well, down and watch Moesha Wither. It's a lit show. But, but she like, got an old soul, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, she be watching that kind Corey of stuff. But just sit down and watch yeah. it with her. Yeah. And you'll be amazed. So let me just say I'm this, not too. Sit down. Well, maybe I can sit there and do other stuff, but be there. No, no. Togetherness, I'm not going to sit there and watch Moesha. Yeah, togetherness. Chance, you need to. Why? Like, how do you expect her? That's her time. No, no, let me what tell you. I'm invading on her time? You're not. But let me tell you this, because what's going to happen is she's going to grow older you guys are going to grow apart. And it's like, you know, she doesn't want to How do... How you know, Joe? Because I've experienced it with my own parents. You grow apart from your parents? Yes. Why? Because, like, I've personally felt like, you know, we didn't... Like, there's some things I wish I had as a child. Like, you mm. know, I wish my father was my best friend. I wish my I can go to my parents and talk to them about certain things. But, like, my dad had told me one time, like, go to school, get a good job, but you need to make sure that you major in something that makes over $50,000 a year because what you want to do don't make no money. So it steered me in the wrong direction of choosing all these different majors, spending, wasting lots of money in school. And then like, you know, my parents were working, you know, they had us young. So it's like, you know, they were working, leaving us home alone, you know, things happened. And then I kind of built up this resentment towards my parents. 
All right, I'm so, gonna sit down and watch TV with him. When it, you should. Seriously. I'm new. I, yo, and I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not ashamed to say it. Like, I'm Family still, fitness. I'm definitely. For and one, it's 30 I'm trying minutes. To, for <laughs> one, I'm trying to figure out how to, and it's, it's actually shorter now because there's no commercials. True. So I'm learning to, I'm learning, all this stuff is new to me being a father, <laughs> being a okay. husband, balancing like all of that stuff and being a leader of a bunch of people in the team. I, 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 it's, I, thank you. Thank you. Because, um, yeah, I fall short in mad ways. Yeah, we're all learning. And that's the beauty of the process. And that's why, like, content like this, Social Proof Podcast, is so important. Because I think why people love the David and Donnie segment so much is because we literally unfold, like, new thoughts and ideas mm. and figure it out in real time. One of the things that helped me... Um, with Deja because I don't know, maybe, I don't know if most parents, most people who are entrepreneurs want their kids to be entrepreneurs too, but I know deep down inside, I wanted my daughter to like not even think twice about a nine to five, right? Um, Just because of my projection of what nine to five was for me. But there are people who love their nine to five. So here's what, here's what I shifted to do. First of all, when my daughter was 11, she was sweet as pie and also lazy. Mm. I had to stay on top of her. Pick this, pick this up. <laughs> Things like that, right? And the moment she turned 13 years old, she became a little terror. Who is this person? I did, she didn't want to sleep. Deja? She didn't want to sleep in the bed with me anymore. Like, she used to sleep in the bed with me. She used to come and kiss me all the time, crawl in my lap, mommy this, mommy that. Deja became a freaking nightmare the day she turned 13. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's a 13-year-old girl omen, but she, they did too. The moment my daughter turned 13, she went from my sweet baby that I bragged about to like, stay away from me. Do I need to lock my doors at night? Not not that bad. Um, But she just, she started to act out and find herself. And I think that happened because I sheltered and directed so much. I didn't necessarily, I felt like I was letting her grow through ideas. But when I think about it now, I auto-suggested a lot of stuff to her. Mm. I auto-suggested a lot of stuff to her. Oh, you like to put outfits together. Let's start a fashion line. Oh, you like to put on oh, earrings. Crap. Let's do earrings. Oh, I, did that I man auto-suggested times. so much to her That's that when she became a teenager and went to high school, she sees all this stuff that I didn't auto-suggest. And now... Now, for me, she's trying these new things with her friends and I feel like she's acting out. Oh, you want to stay locked up in your room all day? You want to do this? You want to do that? I feel like it's acting out when it was really her finding herself. When it came to me trying to encourage entrepreneurship, my daughter has worked for me in every business, in every business since she could. Mm -hmm. And I would tell her, you don't want to get a job. You don't want to do this because you can't do this, 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 and the other. And when you do that to kids, they want to go the other way. They want to figure it out. Like, why, 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 why? I don't want to be like you. Right. Jobs seem lit, too, because you get to hang you out with money, your friends. You get checks. This is what I did. I made her get a job. She wanted to, I didn't make her. She wanted to get a job. And I used to be so offended. Like, why would you want to get a job? I could pay you more. You could work for me. Mommy, I want a job. I let her go get a job. Now, she's working over the summer. We take summer trips. Her her cousin has a summer trip. She wants to go places with her friends. And she comes to me the first time, Mommy, I'm not going to be able to go to Miami with Brianna. What do I say to my boss? Oh, you have to ask for permission. (laughs) Go and ask your boss for permission. Mm -hmm. And it was a yes. But then it was a, my friends are having a kickback during the daytime and I'm scheduled to work. I can't go. 
So I had to let, I had to honor some of what she wanted to do. And it taught her a lesson like, okay, now I, now I see based on what my mom was telling me and my experience, this might not be the angle. Let me think about what I could do to start my own. It's business. like the parent that like, that like forces the kid to smoke cigarettes to say, oh, you want to smoke cigarettes? Go ahead, smoke the joint. Smoke, and then you, then you realize, you're like, whoa, hold, hold on. I don't like, but you let them do what they wanted to do to find out this ain't what I want to do. This ain't what I want to do. Or they might find out, yo, this is what I like to do and I'm happy and I want to move up the corporate ladder. That is, this is a really, really good conversation for me as I learn this parenthood thing. Parenthood, balancing parenthood with entrepreneurship. Um, you know, we talked a lot. So in this episode, you guys, we talked a lot about what happens to your business in the event that something happens to you that takes Crazy. you out of your business. You die, you go to jail, you know, whatever happens. Um, so. Are you planning for your business to outlive you? Well, I want to ask, Ernestine. Ernestine just got here. How are you? Hey, hey. Hi. Hey, guys. Hey, family. All so, tanned and stuff. <laughs> so you have, like, you're you're involved in a business, but... If something ever happened to your husband... Yes. Do you think you can uphold the business? And would you give not give up what you're doing, but would you step up and keep the business running? I absolutely know I could uphold the business. But the reason why I know that is because we have a team in place, right. systems in place, and a plan already in place. So would I step in and become Jay so Morrison? So we have a plan if... Something happens yes. to the main leader. Y'all yes. had that conversation? Like, yo, yes. something Dang. happens to We you. had intentional conversations. And okay. we've also had intentional conversations with some of the leaders in our organization. So it wouldn't just all fall on me. Um, but yeah, we, we have a plan in place. Mm. Now, let me ask you this. Have you gone, because this is the piece that I'm missing. Like, I have the plan, but I hadn't legally solidified any of this stuff, number one. And number two, though I have the team in place, I have a plan for the team that I hadn't communicated to them yet. Yeah, see, I think the <laughs> communication part obviously is key, but because of the type of business that we have, we have to have a contingency plan. We have to have someone who's able to... Oh, because you're regulated. Because we're a federally regulated company. So gotcha. it's not like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, no, it's already written out what the plan's going to be. Awesome. Dang, yeah. So so the, the person that's next in line knows that they're next in line yes. to the throne. So yes. And you feel fully confident because Jay is the face yes. of this brand right now. You feel fully confident that if something were to happen to him, the business could continue to grow and develop per his vision. Yes, absolutely. For and a long so period of time. He's so special, though. I think like we us, Like, we're so special to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Almost like Steve Jobs, right? So we saw we saw the, 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 the decline of Apple when Steve passed away. It wasn't as innovative. And for some reason, I guess they kind of picked it back up. But, well, I guess, yeah, because it's still, yeah. They got the Apple's right still thing. here. Yeah. I think that, obviously, you guys being the face of your brand and my husband being the face of his, like, my husband's a very special person. So his spirit is kind of what makes the brand. Mm. But because of all the systems and procedures we put in place, it would still live on. Yeah. Mm. This is a good conversation to have. This is yeah. a good one. I, yeah. I, I, and it, it's really... I don't know. I don't have a, a second in charge or somebody that, well, now we just established that you'll kind of take over and I'll get post paid if something happens to you. <laughs> so I think that this is a good conversation. We got that, right? It's recorded. So we got, we got that. It, it, that's the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> Anywho, right? you good? 
Yes, I'm good. All right, cool. We so, have just, <laughs> we literally just thought it out. We have a temporary plan in place because as both of our brands and businesses grow and as we continue to groom our leaders within our organizations, we'll have a perfect plan mapped out. Yeah. You know, my thing is, though, I groom people to be leaders, period, not the leaders of the organization. So, like, when I'm talking to Joe, it's not creating him to run this business. It's, like, creating, you know, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm kind of grooming him to be a strong entrepreneur, period. Period. Which, I mean, may see an opportunity where he can step up and say, I want to take part. Yes. Well, and this is why, and so that's my, that's one of my flaws too. It's a flaw. I have always, since 2012, I remember communicating when I owned my clothing stores to employees who would come and interview or people who would come and interview for me, I would say, I am looking for people who want to be in leadership. I'm looking for people who are interested in running their own business, right? And ideally, that sounds great to only hire people. I wanted to train and develop more entrepreneurs even through my boutique. If you're not interested in starting your own boutique, this is not the place for you because you're on a leadership path, right? But what happens when something happens and you need somebody to be sold out for your brand? So it's a gift and a curse. Yes, we want to continue to impact and create and develop leaders. But when it comes internally to our house, there will be some people like the Joes who might probably go on and do his own thing over time. But you have to have a core team. I have to have a core team that's in it to win it with me. They believe in this brand. They want to be leaders to carry out my vision, to carry out your vision. Otherwise, if you're continuing to just train and develop entrepreneurs within your organization, you don't have anybody who's completely all in for you. That's a fact. That's a fact. Goodness gracious. Well, this is a good conversation, Donnie. Hold on. We are, um, we're eating later. Yes? I gave you the money to eat. I gave That's you exciting. some lunch money. I can't wait for you to be late again. Now, now it's like, oh, I'm like waiting like, all right, well, Donnie's three minutes late. Now I don't care because you're going to give us both $50. That's exciting. I gave you guys both lunch money today. Enjoy your lunch, okay, kids? And then you're going to propose, <laughs> hey, can we all go together? Like, <laughs> Can we all go? <laughs> and then for some reason, I know it's going to turn out. You good? Yes, I am good. So for some reason... I drank it all. <laughs> yeah, right, I know, right? 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 Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was keeping me from coughing, so I had to keep it in my hand. Absolutely. You know what? I'm wearing Cost this Sleep is for Suckers t-shirt. Maybe they should give me a sponsorship because you can go to Sleep is for Suckers with a number four.com. Maybe they'll give me a sponsorship. Are we going to lunch? Yeah, absolutely. Are we doing something? Can we finish the episode? You so, hungry? What kind Look, of sexist, episode- male chauvinist thing is going on here? Was he not just talking about going to lunch? <laughs> <laughs> is it just me or was he just talking about going to lunch? Well, like, calm down. Not only were you talking about going to lunch, you were talking about your excitement and expectation of me being late in the future so you can continue to feed yourself was on I? my dollar. You're still on that? 
This episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com, the only organization that gathers every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are growing as entrepreneurs. Over five, 600 people are on our call, every, a Zoom call every single day. And uh, we are a family. We get together. They doing, they doing stuff without me. They coming together with their own little groups and stuff like that. Then I'll be feeling away. I'm not invited. Like, yo, I put this together. I put this but, together. They come, ain't nobody coming to see you. Right? What? <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that? The, um, uh, Five Hard Beats. <laughs> well, yes. Go to- What's his, ain't nobody coming to see you. What's the name? Otis? Otis? Otis. <laughs> Temptations. Temptations. Can I finish? All right. The- <laughs> you threw me under the bus in a major way yesterday, too. What? How? With that post that you made. Yo, I w- because I was going through, like, something to, to post... First off, it ain't about you, Donnie. <laughs> it was Your funny enough. Your under so the bus hyped. post was about you got me. so hyped. And I, I did. And the fact that I couldn't remember. <laughs> and I think the thing was, I don't think what I was saying was that deep. And you had got hyped because you had like obviously thought of something. And I, I'm like, I can't live up to her reaction. But anyway, go to themorningmeetup.com. Uh, we have the Launcher Podcast Challenge, which we are helping. My my goal is to help a 1,000 entrepreneurs, a thousand creators, a thousand people, a thousand men, women, anybody who has an idea, anybody who has a voice, anybody who has a concept, I goes up a thousand people launch their podcast. So uh, we have the Launch a Podcast Challenge coming up. So go to launcherpodcastchallenge.com and uh, join the challenge. Okay. We have a challenge coming up that you can be a part of. Okay. That's all I got. All right, this episode is also brought to you by Six Figure Accelerator. The dopest community for coaches, consultants, and course creators. If you are looking to create and develop your your courses, your coaching programs, and your consulting programs from scratch, I am your girl. You want to get with me? We are building and developing Six Figure Entrepreneur after Six Figure Entrepreneur. I literally just... How do you do that? Oh, by my program, Six Figure Accelerator. Uh, No, seriously. How would I be a part of that? You can go to www.6sixfigureedu.com. Do you have any other success stories in there, or are you the only one that's being successful? No, we've got several success stories in there, and Joe is my witness. You've heard the success stories in the group. Can I get a verbal? Yep. Yep. Um, (laughs) Just recently, a couple of days ago, I was out in these streets and I ran into one of my students and she shared with me that her business has generated $50,000 in revenues in the last four months. Mm. So she will exceed her six-figure goal of $100,000. That's most recent. I'm super excited about it. But for my entrepreneurs, most specifically service-based entrepreneurs who are struggling to connect on social media... Because we build our brands on social media. But maybe you are struggling with what to say in your captions. You don't know what to say to connect, to convert, and to collect the cash. I have another group for you. It's called Post to Pay. Shans, did you know that I literally send three text messages a day, every single day? Every day? Every day, Joe. Like you'll text Even me with every COVID day. every day. Even with COVID. You'll every, text me every I'll day. I'll text you you'll every text day. text me what to post. What for exactly are struggling with creating content? Word for word. Not just post. Post that connect, convert, and collect cash. And it's just $37 a month. Mm, Did you know if very. you do the numbers on that, it's like $1.23 a day? It's light. Mm-hmm. Straight to your cell phone. Anywho, you can join that by texting me the words post to paid at 404-737-2767. There we have it. Listen, um, this has been an awesome episode. 
Make sure y'all share this. Make sure you like it. Make sure you comment. Okay. Make sure you're following both of us. Okay. Um, and uh, we can't end it no better than that, right? Can't end it any better than that. Also, if you see David and I in these streets and one more of y'all acknowledge him and don't acknowledge me, I'm ready to go to war about mine. I'm ready to go to war about mine, okay? Bye, you guys. We out of here. Peace. David Shands presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com that's not just the sound of that first sip of morning joe It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.